0: Hi, this is Matt Black. Thanks for tuning in to The Earwaves. This is a special feature on West Papua, and I'm going to be interviewing Benny Wender, a West Papua Freedom Campaign tribal leader who I've known for many years.
1: Many of my family were killed. Later I began to campaign peacefully to free my country from Indonesia occupation. For this I was arrested, tortured and threatened with death. Please hear my people cry for help.
0: That was the voice of Papua independence leader Benny Wender and also his wife Maria and daughter Kateka on our Kelaketa track Papua Medeka, and that was the heavyweight machine drum remix. Benny and Maria's voices eloquently tell the tale of what I regard as both today's equivalent of the apartheid issue and the biggest genocide of modern times: Indonesia's illegal takeover of West Papua. Hi. Hello. Hey there, hi, Benny. Hi. Great. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing, mate?
1: Yeah, I'm good. Thank you.
0: So, how did you come to the UK?
1: Early 2000. I was the chairman of the Cocheca uh, Tribal Assembly and I was arrested just because of the leading the Congress and leading movement in West Papua and uh, just peacefully demonstration and raised the Our Morning Star flag and they put me prison.
0: So you were in prison because of your leadership of the independence movement? Yes. Was, was your life in danger?
1: And they're trying to assassinate me to, You know if I stay in the prison I will be killed and uh, I managed to escape from the prison. I know coming to UK is very important because we know that UK colonized half of the world and uh, understand more than anybody else and also partly because of the, our friends and uh, solidarity here. and they helped me uh, to come here, uh, including support my family, uh, uh, yourself.
0: Well, I'm happy that the UK has been able to provide you some support. And as you say, due to the UK's colonial exploits in the past, perhaps we've woken up and realized we need to repair some of the damage that we helped do. You mentioned in your introduction that your village was bombed by Indonesian military. Why did Indonesia start bombing Papua?
1: I think uh, after inv- invade our country in 1963, since then the, the widespread of military operation across West Papua, including my village at the time, mm-hmm. I didn't know why, what, why they are doing this. But actually, they uh, they know that West Papua is a rich natural resources in terms of the gold and copper and timber yes. and mineral. And the reason they colonized West Papua, firstly, uh, they claim West Papua was also part of the Dutch colony. And uh, secondly, they claim that, that all the rest of the Dutch colony mm. is automatic the Indonesian. But the Dutch argue that West Papua is not part of the Indonesia. They are different geographically, culturally, linguistically. They are part of the, you know, Melanesia and Aboriginal uh, Australian.
0: Is it right that Indonesia started bombing Papua? It was a full-out military operation.
1: Yes, that is the start of military operations. Take over the country. 1963, yeah. since then. Okay. Almost half of the million were killed.
0: So I, that, that must have been because West Papuans, from the beginning, resisted the Indonesian takeover, right?
1: Yes, there was um, a resist the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Since then, up to now... They really resist because, you know, we are fighting for the, our survival.
0: I'm just wondering why Indonesia started bombing the defenseless people. Are they just trying to crush your people?
1: The reason they're bombing, they're trying to, you know, wipe out entire population because they they, they don't want human being. They just want our resources. That's right. why when they resist, trust them and through the bomb and through military operations.
0: Full out, full out military genocide, basically, to grab yes, the Yes, genocide.
1: Yes, that's 100% genocide, systematic genocide. Almost 500,000 being killed, and mostly women, children, and uh, up to now the killing is continued.
0: Weren't Papuans given an act of free choice as to whether to become part of Indonesia?
1: It was 1969. We call act of no choice. You call it the act of no choice. Act of no choice. Right.
0: So, we're, you know, were the population, did the whole of the population vote or how was it done?
1: It's not a referendum. There is no vote. Uh, that's why uh, people of West, West Papua feel that they're betrayed. There is no, you know, one man, one vote according to New York Agreement 1962 that sacred agreement was one man one vote didn't happen in west papua even didn't vote
0: so only a handful of people actually took part and i believe
1: by gunpoint at at gunpoint. gunpoint
0: now i understand that freeport the big gold mine there is one is the biggest gold mine in the world actually what effect has the mining had on the environment of papua
1: the effect of the mining destroy our our culture, our identity, way of life, and destroy our human survival in West Papua. River is, uh, is completely polluted. All the the fishing grounds and uh, also how can the people drink? Then the people also suffer.
0: Yeah, because because of the enormous amount of pollution from that mine. Yes. So I, I've heard that some. Um, Freeport Macmillan was an American company, is that right?
1: Yes, this uh, American company. In the nineteen sixty-seven, the agreement between uh, Freeport, uh, Henry Kissinger, and uh, and with uh, Suharto over our territory.
0: Yeah. Um, so that Suharto was a dictator, more or less. Dictator, at yeah. At the time. So yes. the the agreement was made with the dictator and the U.S. company. That yes. Freeport yes. could exploit that gold mine. Yes. I, I've heard it's it's the biggest Indonesian earner of taxes. The yes. Mine. Do the West Papuans benefit from the, the, the profits of the mine at all? Does any money come into the to West Papua from that?
1: Nothing. Uh, just we get only killing and torture, imprisonment and harassment. They're benefiting Indonesian government and uh, the, the company itself.
0: So nothing for the people. Nothing
1: but people, yes.
0: Obviously environmental destruction is happening in a lot of the world at the moment and this is a major problem um, that people are becoming aware of. To, can you talk about your vision for the West Papua becoming a, a green state?
1: Yes, why? Because it's very important. West Papua is a, uh, is a land of the world. You save West Papua, I mean you save the world. and. West Papua is a solution for the world. My vision is this is a brand new state because the world needs West Papua. And why the green state? Because second uh, large rainforest in the world in West Papua. Mm. And that's why I want to show that West Papua can be first green state in the world. That's my dream.
0: That's an exciting uh, vision. That's great. So let's move on to um, the arms trade now. <laughs> we know that the uk has supplied arms to indonesia which have been used to kill your people i, I apologize for that the, the uk is the world's second biggest seller of armaments which is not something to be proud of has this ever been discussed with the uk government
1: several times particularly ngo group like TAPOL and uh, some other uh, groups already raising this uh, in British governments. And all these ammunition weapons and the hot jets selling to Indonesia, they are uh, they're misused. For example, the intimidating and um, like water cannon uh, uh, selling by the West and in Europe and also in Britain and use the intimidate harassment. There is 2010, there's a lot of students were blind because of water cannon, tear gas, and it's poisoned. And some of them blind. That's what I heard. Yeah.
0: So these I are know. weapons that have been provided by the UK and other Western governments and sold yes. to Indonesia yes. and then used against people, used yes. against tribal people. Yes. Defensive in, people. In,
1: including the training, the Dentus 88, meant to training for the anti-terrorist unit. But those kill are using to to, you know, killing my people. Because they have really uh, top uh, skill and they're using they're that... top top killers. <laughs> yes, top killers.
0: So what's the name of that unit?
1: Dentus 88.
0: So that's a sort of elite Indonesian military yes. unit which has been what trained by the UK or?
1: Yeah, training by Australia, UK, and I think America meant to anti terrorist, but they imposed that skill to to my people.
0: Yeah, well, a lot of. Terrorism is done in the name of anti-terrorism. I'm afraid. Yes. But, uh yeah. How many of your people do you think have been killed by Indonesia?
1: We know that now almost six hundred thousand, because when we compare with the Papua New Guinea uh, population, in West Papua.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll probably never know the exact number, but it's in in the hundreds of thousands for sure. Yes. It could be. It could be even more. What is the connection between? Free West Papua and the Black Lives Matter movement.
1: I think the Free West Papua campaign or Free West Papua movement is, is a black liberation movement anyway because uh, before Black Lives Matter we already start because Indonesia kill us just because of we are different color, for sure. This is uh, it's very similar, but the Black Lives Matter seems the you know. George Floyd killed, and it's the same struggle, but different form of uh, fighting and struggle.
0: So, West Papuans regard yourselves as black? Would you say?
1: Yes, that is a black liberation. Uh, we are fighting. That part of the
0: the globe is called Melanesia, isn't it?
1: Yes, Melanesia. It means the uh, black islands.
0: And Indonesia is completely different race. Is that
1: right? Yes. There are other Asian looking. Right. We, we are 100% black.
0: Obviously, since the murder of George Floyd, the Black Lives Matter agenda has become more visible. Do you get any support from other Black Lives Matter groups?
1: There is a, there's some other solidarity, but not, not really engaged. But I've already spoken with the, some of the lecturers, some of the uh, you know activists in America, just... Yes. Uh, you know, our fight is very similar, but uh, hopefully in the in the future we'll engage. Uh, but the, some of them they don't know because of media blockout in West Papua. they never get the news.
0: How effective is the Indonesian blackout on news and reporting?
1: Really difficult, but now through the social media is to uh, reach out everyone. you know that's the only way citizen media has uh, really help out. Even the, the media, international media, for example, BBC, ABC, and the other media block blocked, uh, including the NGO group, your response are blocked. But uh, yeah, it's really hard, but we uh, through the social media, we get the news out.
0: It's interesting, isn't it, that the social media, for all its problems, at least provides different channels for news that's to right. get out, that's right. Do you think uh, is the are Indonesia relaxing those um, blocks at the moment, or are they still keeping it very tight?
1: They keep tight, uh, but I think the activists and. Uh particularly United Liberation movements under my leadership people are sacrificed alive, even coming out being arrested. Yesterday, almost uh, 16 people were arrested just you know remembering the uh, human rights day and yeah but all our website for example free West Papua campaign website, United Liberation movement website, info Papua, all this uh, website a blog people in West Papua cannot access only social media can access.
0: Right. Well, I hope that Western journalists will make even more of an effort to penetrate through and report on this story, which is a very important one. And it's not, it's not fair that, you know, people in Indonesia are doing these evil works should just be able to hide it from the world. It must be yes. possible to get the light onto that. That's what we need to work on.
1: That's right.
0: Tell me, um, what part has music played in your struggle we can maybe play a Lani singer's track.
1: Yes, I think I always describe that music is a contained human spirit. That is always from the beginning. Because music can express their the view and express what our experience and uh, telling the story, telling own story to the music. Music is, is very important. One of the well-known elder Arnold App was killed, just composed the song. Uh, just last month, uh, one of the young men um, was tortured, just composed the song and singing on the YouTube. He literally beat him up and tortured him. Uh, you cannot compose any freedom song in West Papua. If you do that, you will be arrested. And in fact, the Lani Singer's uh, album Uh, you cannot release or publish or listen in West Papua. It's because of my voice. Inspire and help that change.
0: Are there people in Indonesia who recognise that what's been done to Papua is wrong?
1: I think the Indonesian ordinary people, Indonesian military and uh, elite always promote that. West Papua is need our help. They are, you know, they right. are primitive, too primitive to understand. So that's about. The,
0: the propaganda story. They
1: Yeah, over. propaganda yeah. story. And mm. the, all the news in West Papua, they only promote the development, but they don't know what's really happening. Right. But the new generation, when, as soon as social media platform came out, new generation uh, pick up on that. And then we have now free West Papua solidarity movement in Indonesia. Great. In fact, that, uh, when the Black Lives Matter now turning to All-Indonesian Solidarity, turning to uh, Papua Lives Matter and uh, peacefully marching to support West Papua. That is already happening.
0: So it's been a long time and that's why uh Dinaz, my wife, um, called to this video, How Long to Freedom? You've been fighting for freedom a long time. What's the situation for the freedom movement at the moment?
1: I think freedom movements, uh, maybe 40, 20, 30 years ago, is nobody knows. But now I think gradually people are picking up the issues, uh, yeah. particularly when we formed the Free West Papua campaign here in the UK and our solidarity, we build a network uh, in Australia, in, in Netherlands, in Papua New Guinea, in South Africa and in almost everywhere across the world are picking up and their support and you know that's one. Secondly, we also uh, uh, formed the United Liberation Movement and uh, the, now the government level uh, of course Vanuatu governments are, are behind the you know our struggle because they are they facilitate the meeting with the state to state yeah, and also um, Vanuatu, we have,
0: they've, they've recognized what you're doing yes, basically. recognize yes. Yeah. what we're
1: doing and uh, in fact that they are supporting us, facilitate the diplomatic engagement with the United Liberation Movement. Um, so now uh, almost 79 countries are supporting West Papua struggle.
0: Is that within the UN, do you mean, is, in terms of It the is,
1: UN... it is uh, the, the ACP, Africa, Caribbean, Pacific are uh, supporting the West Papua Resolution Yes. and they are calling them United Nations High Commissioner for West Papua. We keep pushing it.
0: It's right, isn't it, that you have declared an independent West Papuan state in the last uh, few days, the last 10 yes. days or so. So tell us we about have,
1: that. The 1st of December, we announced our provincial, United Liberation Movement, provincial government. And so that's what we already declared. Also, we announced our provincial constitution. Yep. This is partly upgrade our, uh, you know, United Liberation Movement as a, uh, I'm an interim president of West Papua. So yes. that's the 1st of December. Oh. Yeah, it's a lot of progress uh, happening uh, right now.
0: Congratulations. That sounds like a big step forward on the hopefully for further international recognition. Um, Thank you. I, I noted, um, you know, we don't have to put this in the interview, but uh, I saw that Indonesia clearly worried enough about it that they've summoned the British ambassador to Jakarta to, I guess, discuss what the UK's response will be. Do you know what's happened about that?
1: Yeah, oh, this is the Indonesia really screaming. All the head of uh, police and military came out and you know, accuse and demand the British government to, you know, clarify what's happening in here. Mm. And they they are asking uh, extraditions, um, you know, and we don't know. for you?
0: They want yes. to try and extradite you? Wow. Yeah,
1: extradite me. But now they're trying to use similar thing. but we hope that British government need to not uh, bow down to, you know, anybody like Indonesia.
0: I was there when you were awarded the freedom of uh, the city of Oxford. Oh, yes. So I hope that that's a sign that the UK government um, respects you, your person and understand that you're uh, here for yes. fair and good reasons and they're not just going to turn you over to, to Indonesia. So, yeah. well, it's an exciting time for the struggle, Benny, and um, it's a, a pleasure to know you. Thanks for your time doing this. Thank you. Hopefully. Next year, we'll see further steps forward for West Papuan freedom. Thank
1: Thanks. you. Papua Thank Medeka. You. Papua Medeka. Free West Papua.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Benny. It was a privilege to talk to Benny Wenda, and he is the interim president of the provisional government of West Papua. If you feel to respond to his moving plea for support for the Papuan people, please go to freewestpapua.org, which has all the links to their socials and the latest news on the struggle. Thanks for your attention. Papua Medeca. Freedom for Papua.